Yeah, I think this is our best show ever. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 12 minutes after 7 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Looking ahead to Summerfest. It is a celebration of National Concert Week. And at 10 o'clock this morning, Summerfest is going to make it worth your while. They're putting on this huge sale where they have these $25 tickets to some of the headlining acts for this year's big gig. It's the best deal in music. $25 bucks for the what they call the all-in ticket. Gets you into Summerfest and then for the big show of the night as well. Now, not all of the big headliners are part of this. Let me see. One, two, three, four. There are four shows here that qualify for the all-in ticket. I'll read them to you here. June 22nd, so that's Eric Church and L. King. 23rd, with the, that's uh, Zach Brown Band. Marcus King, the guest as well. James Taylor and Cheryl Crow and Odessa on June 30th. Those are the four shows that qualify for the Summerfest all-in ticket. Some of us are old enough to remember when you got the handstand. Oh, I love the handstand. Found a way to get into Summerfest for free at noon, right, with some sort of gate promotion or you got a ticket from somebody. Now, I was an adult when I first tried this stuff. It was, what, 20-some yeah. years ago? But, like, could you at some point, like, rub a stamp onto another hand? Was that doable I'm or quite no? sure that was tried. I don't think so. <laughs> I think even when I was going, they had the like I don't know if they had like the blue light, you know, where okay. they looked at yep, it, or yep, you know, yep. I mean, it wasn't. That's what I remember. It wasn't just a smiley face stamp that was easily replicatable. <laughs> like With it, a sharpie, it, right? It looked pretty official, but yeah, you could get in at noon, find a gate promotion or whatever, and then run right down to the then Marcus Amphitheater, get your hand stamped, and you're seeing, like I said, uh, 1996, 97, no, 93, Bon Jovi, Summerfest. There you go. I was working. And my buddy Eshman was there from college. He's like, "Yeah, we're going to Bon Jovi tonight." I'm like, have fun. He goes, "No, you got to come down. We're getting a hand stamp." I'm like, "I'm very clearly working here." No, oh, dude, you can, you can sneak out. So you snuck out. Of, I found a way. You, to, you left. What were you cooking? Donuts at that point? No, I was working at the cheesecake booth. That's at right. Susie's so you were chopping so up I didn't some have to cheesecake. Make anything really? I was kind of in charge though. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to go down to the office and check on this or that." Go look at something. Yeah. <laughs> Came <laughs> back, back with a big old stamp on your right. head. Where'd you get that? That was like from a different show. But awesome, <laughs> right? 25 bucks the all-in ticket they go on sale today, 10 o'clock for Summerfest at ticketmaster.com. Brandon's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning their last two games, the Milwaukee Brewers offense found themselves struggling against the Dodgers pitching as they dropped game two of three to L.A., this one by a final score of 6-2 to two at American Family Field. They did, especially early. I thought, you know, their, their guys, you know, kind of cruised through the second, third, uh, fourth, you know, pr- pretty good. Fifth, really, pretty good. Um, we got some stuff going when, against Miller and made it tough on Gratterall, but, um, you know, they got through those middle innings, you know, where we, we couldn't kind of disrupt how they wanted to, to go the rest of the game, unfortunately. Eric Lauer got the start for the Brewers. He went three and two-thirds innings while surrendering three earned runs. That's that's the nice thing is recently overall, I, I feel like it's been been happy with the mechanical side of things and the uh, and the pitch side of things. It's more, it's, at this point, it's just a confidence thing. It's starting to wear in the confidence, and that's something that I need to change between starts a little bit, get, get my head on straight, and um, have the confidence to go out there and, and make pitches. The 20 and 16 Brewers will go for the series victory later this afternoon. Our coverage begins right here 
on WTMJ at 12.05. Wade Miley versus Clayton Kershaw should be a good one there at American Family Field. Over to the NFL where the Packers will make Jordan Love, Aaron Jones, and Kenny Clark all available to the media today as the offseason activities continue on in Green Bay. For head coach Matt LaFleur, he can see the growth in his new new starter thanks to some help from an older coach. Watching him last year, I think Jordan's made some huge strides. I really do, and I think a lot of it is a credit to Tom and, and just – he knows how to train these guys. He knows how to drill them. Um, there's no doubt. I asked Jordan after the season how he felt about him, and he said he, he loved Tom and thought he did a hell of a job helping him, you know, develop over the course of the year. And for me, it was a no-brainer. It's just whether or not Tom wanted to come back. Soon for Matt LaFleur and the Packers, they will know what they're up against this season as the NFL is set to release their 2023 schedule on Thursday. Hey, you got a birthday in the Snide household today. Once again, we do Shout have a birthday. Out. Shout out to my beautiful, smart, witty, intelligent daughter, Savannah. She turns 11 today. A great birthday for her. A busy day for her. She's going to school. She's getting ready to go to school. Heading on a field trip on her birthday. How oh, lucky. super best day ever. And then she has a baseball game later tonight. So shout out to her. Happy birthday, Savannah. I love you. I hope you have a fantastic day, and I will see you later. And then a huge party, too, right? We do. Yeah, we have a, we have a house party in a couple weeks uh, with some, with a sleepover. Oh. All kinds of fun things. It, no, nothing really slows down in this night household, man, as you the guys are well aware. The middle school sleepover. Yeah. Enjoy that yeah, one. Yeah, it'll be fun. 718 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Barring the unforeseen, appearing for the last time ever on Wisconsin's Morning News. Last time ever? Ever. Hey! I mean, you're welcome. come back. You're welcome back if you like. Just, I don't know why you'd call us. (laughs) Hey, boys, I missed you. You Storm Team 4 meteorologist Marissa Wallace in after this week on her way to her hometown uh, Well, I guess you grew up near Detroit, right? Yeah, I grew up at, everyone always says Detroit Metro. I feel like that's not really common in other spots. But yeah, yep, outside of Detroit, moving to Detroit this weekend. Oh, super excited for you. I want to talk to you more about that in a second. But uh, first, an important weather anniversary here in Milwaukee. 33 years ago on this day, I was placing it, I think I was a sophomore in high school, so tennis practice was canceled due to a (laughs) snowstorm and a fairly substantial one. Yeah, no one wants to remember that when we have those big snowstorms. Thankfully, you know, today we're seeing the complete opposite of that. But yeah, snow is not unheard of in May here in Wisconsin. Yeah, this one, if I, I was uh, looking at a couple of stats from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel that was recalling the day, it was about three, a little over three inches of pretty heavy snow in Milwaukee, but a little bit further away from the lake. I imagine the lake kept things a bit warmer, actually, as temperatures dropped. But you had Waukesha mm-hmm. at four some inches. Pewaukee was uh, over seven. Whoa, Hartford at eight inches. Inches of snow on May 10th. Gross. Yeah, no one wants to see that. Yeah, I actually honestly forgot because I remember we talk about this every year because we're always like, you know, it always could be worse. And then you bring up the bad months of, or excuse me, bad Mays of the the past. So, yeah, no one wants to see that in May. Thankfully, I don't think we're going to see anything like that, you know, for the rest of May, for sure. So what's happening with the weekend here? We've got nice weather today and tomorrow with the sunny skies and then showers returning on Friday. And I note that you have showers Saturday and then just flat out rain Sunday. Are we sure on that one for Mother's Day? What's happening there? Yeah, I know. No one wants to hear it. But as of right now, I mean, two of our models that go that far uh, are the European model and the GFS model, Global Forecast 
forecasting system. They're both bringing in the center of the storm, like the low itself through on Sunday. So that would bring us pretty much rain almost all day long and a chance for some thunderstorms. Uh, so I do unfortunately think Mother's Day is going to be the rainiest of the two days this weekend. We will have scattered showers on Saturday and then also even scattered showers on Friday. But those, I think those two days aren't going to be complete washouts. So maybe celebrate a little bit earlier if you can. I think we'll have at least some windows of dry weather. It won't necessarily be sunny, but definitely not as rainy as Sunday as of now is shaping up to be. So where is the big TMJ4 party? There's got to be some. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> there's got to be some throwdown well, someplace. Not, no, honestly. Okay, I am a, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine all of us doing? No. Um, we, uh, I don't know. I'm a big fan of an Irish goodbye um, just because I know it sounds weird. And it's not because I'm like, I don't want people to think like I'm ungrateful or anything. But it's it's really hard to say goodbye. Um, sure. I don't like to talk a lot about emotions and stuff like that. But um, I am it definitely this last week has made me um, more and more sad about it. So we're not doing anything big at my request um, just because I kind of want to avoid that. And But but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm already getting emotional about it. So yeah. Oh. It's because of Eric and me, right? <laughs> it's this you is the moment that's really brought it right. brought it down to earth here for you. Yes, yeah, no, and you already left. You know, you left us here. I don't know. Has it been? It's been more than a year now, right? It has been. You, so. Oh, and that was so drawn out. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice over there. You did the Midwest music. goodbye. Yes, uh, I didn't mean to though. I'm kind of with it with Eric on that. But the the uh, f- folks don't know, like in the smaller market TV, like. The goodbye party, first of all, they're very frequent because people only stay for a cup of coffee in the smaller markets, yes. but for the mainstays who are the, your, your anchors and your longtime meteorologists. But you know, the reporters come and go with greater frequency even here than Milwaukee. So that was like the basis of your social network in young reporting and TV days. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I still, I mean, all my friends are like in this business are pretty much from my first station initially, just because you're going through it all. You're working crazy hours covering crazy stuff in those smaller markets. So yeah, there's a lot more, I would say, um, bigger goodbyes, bigger parties in that sense. <laughs> well, it's been so fun having you, Marissa. Enjoyed knowing you, even for your short time here Don't in Milwaukee. Don't be a stranger. And I always love thank when people have an opportunity to go home and work in their hometown. So I'm, uh, I'm glad for that you for you. Thank you so much. I'll miss you guys. I'll miss everyone here in Milwaukee as well. But enjoy the sunshine on my final forecast here. Yeah, that worked out. All right, I know you got to go do TV. Thanks, Marissa. Yes. Bye, guys. Yeah. That's for real, though. Like the uh, the TV goodbye party. It was like every every three weeks. But that's a big one, right? I mean, there's things that happen. (laughs) Usually, there was some sort of scandal, right? And. you know, young in the career, you got kids right out of college and stuff like that. Nobody's married yet, mm-hmm, so yeah. various things might have occurred. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Right. And then, you know, all the other stations would go because that was their entire friendship network. So big old deal. But I'm, I'm happy for yeah, Marissa. Like I said, an opportunity to do this mm-hmm. type of job in your hometown is really neat. Instead of sending tape over to mom and dad or, you know, hey, did you? here's a link to see what I did today. Yeah. For them to be able to turn on their TV or their radio right there and see and hear you, that's special. So happy for Marissa. 727 on Wisconsin's Morning News.
Running out of time to do this. Steve Scafidi's highlighting the heroes around us who keep us safe. WTMJ's annual Salute to Service is presented by Educators Credit Union. And this is really important. If you know someone, serviceman or woman, deserving of this award, we'd love to have you nominate that person on our website, WTMJ.com. You just fill out a form explaining why this person deserves recognition. And the registration closes on May 12th. So if you've got somebody in mind... Time to get on top of that to get your nomination in. It's Steve Scafidi's Salute to Service right here on WTMJ. We've got uh, Jeff Levering coming up in Brewers 360. What do we got planned for Level today? Star Wars stuff? So there's a Star Wars night coming up at American Family Field on Saturday. So we're going to play Star Wars character or baseball player. Outstanding. Brewers 360 with Levering next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers lose game two of their three-game series to the Los Angeles Dodgers. This one by a final score of 6-2. to two. Eric Lauer did get the start for the Brew Crew, going three and two-thirds innings while surrendering three earned runs. The 20-16 and 16 Brewers will go for the series victory later today. Our coverage begins right here on WTMJ at 12.05. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Saturday is Star Wars night at the ballpark. Fans will be in line to receive the Uke Skywalker bobblehead. That's the giveaway brought to you by WTMJ as well. Brewers play-by-play man Jeff Levering is with us this morning. Jeff, Eric has uh, put together a bit of a competition for us with the Star Wars theme. We're going to play a game since Saturday's that big day, Jeff. Can't wait. Thanks for the cantina walk-in, by the way. That's (laughs) That's all pancake. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to decide, is this person a baseball player, a major league ball player, or a Star Wars character? (laughs) That's the game. Well, that's not fair. Levering knows every guy who's ever played the game. That's that's probably true. However, this will be major league baseball players of all time. <laughs> so okay, so, so they're not some all obscure from, guys. Yeah, they're not all from 2023. And for the Star Wars fans and everybody, some of these characters are from like the Disney Plus series and whatnot. So it's not all these Han side Solos. characters that were yes. like a bug in the background yes. of a scene, but it has a name. Correct. And lore. Correct. Okay. Okay. Oh, I guess so, man. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Okay, Dexter Jetster. Is Dexter Jetster a Star Wars character or is Dexter Jetster a major league ball player? I say ball player. I'm going Star Wars. The correct answer is yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> what, who's Dexter Jetster? What's his name? Dexter Jetster was the diner owner in episode two. He was one that was buddies with Obi-Wan, helped him ID like a chip. He talked to him for a bit. I should think that you, Jedi, would have more respect for the difference between knowledge and <laughs> wisdom. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> All right, he makes a good point there, Level. All right, so that's the first one. Okay, here we go. Boof Bonser. Boof Bonser, that's Major League base, Baseball, baseball play- player. Oh, he went with that quick. All right, well, I wouldn't disagree. All right. That's correct. I Boof was going to say Star Wars. <laughs> you played I'm Major League. Two. Do you know who he played for? He was uh, traded by the Giants to the Twins for A.J. Pierzynski. That is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. What's wrong with you, Jeff? <laughs> All right, next one. Nerd alert. I love it. Nerds! <laughs> Calix Crab. Calix Crab. 
I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Calix Crab, Major League Baseball player or Star Wars character? And since I don't know, I'm saying baseball player. Baseball player. That is correct. Crab played 21 games for the San Diego Padres in 2008. <laughs> All right. Oh, did you Google ball players no one ever heard of? Migs Mayfeld. Who oh, is Migs Mayfeld? You say Star Wars? Yeah. What do you think, yeah, Jeff? Star Wars for sure. Do you have any idea who Migs is in the Star Wars uh, canon? Uh, it's like not, it's coming back I, to me. You got it, Level? I think it's a firefly. It's a firefly somewhere. Somebody got squashed. I have no idea. A former, Star Wars. he's a former Imperial sharpshooter turned mercenary. He and Mandalorian went at it in a couple of episodes. Yeah. Comedian Bill Burr actually played Migs Mayfeld. All right, next one. Zam Wessel. Zam Wessel. Baseball player or Star Wars character? Star Wars. I can't disagree. I don't know. I'm not. That one's not resonating. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> what did he do? By the way, that's Jeff making that Chewbacca sound, just so, <laughs> so, so everyone's aware. <laughs> Zam was a shape-shifting assassin from Episode 2. Hired by Jango Fett to kill Padme, she was not successful in doing so. Why are you pulling all this out of the prequels? <laughs> Can't we, like, you know? <laughs> that's like going, like, A-ball for finding your okay. ball players. Jot Gore. That's Star Wars. Jot Gore, what do you think, Jeff? I'll go with I'll go with V. Let's go Star Wars. No, baseball. Oh. Jot Gore, also known as Josh Gore, played for the Pirates and Reds back in the late 1800s. Oh, Josh Gore, yeah. He was traded to the Reds uh, for a bag uh. of balls and a cash. D.D. Gregorius. D.D. <laughs> yeah. Gregorius. That's Star Wars. baseball player. What do you think? I'm not going to disagree with Levo on that. All right, Levo's right. Okay. Secondary question. Who did Didi play for? He was most recent the Phillies, like, last year. Man. Wait. This guy. See? <laughs> well, well done. Yeah, he's a baseball player. I shouldn't even have played this game. Last one just for Levo. Do you have one more? Uh, let me see if I got one more here. I may have gone through. Oh, yeah. Paige Tico. Paige Tico. I got Star Wars on that. She was Rose's sister in Episode okay. 8. She was at the beginning of The Last Jedi. She flies a Resistance bomber over the Dreadnought. She sacrifices herself for the good of the Resistance. That has been... Nice. I, think we only, I think we only missed one. Yeah, between your knowledge and, and <laughs> Vince's nerdum. Big, big help today. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Jeff. Yeah, you're very. Yeah, I think this is our best show ever. <laughs> Brewers play-by-play man Jeff Levering. Thanks, pal. We'll talk again Thanks, next buddy. week about what I don't know. All right, talk to you next week. <laughs> we'll talk next week. Whatever it is, it'll be great. It's gonna be great. Mark Tauscher next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. I signed up for biomolecular chemistry, like legitimately. Innovative. Music was always the class at Wisconsin. <laughs> if you went into one of those big lecture halls and it was Michael LeCrone's class, you were going to see athletes everywhere. And Packers Hall of Famer. I'll say this I'm still not very musical. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your Southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. So, collegiate music scholar, 
Mark Tauscher joins us today. I got a music bit for you here, Tausch, because okay. not only did you mention that you were educated in classical music, but also as an athlete, right? Pep band, very important part of your basketball warm-up, your football warm-up. So Eric's middle school daughter was in concert last night playing a classic. Yeah, busted out this. Sixth grade Tausch, not bad. That's really good. You know what? That puts me back with the popcorn smells and the yes. you spilled soda <laughs> on the floor yes. and the full capacity dim where you're playing some high school basketball. All I'm missing is the cheerleaders doing the A W E S O M E awesome, <laughs> awesome, totally. And I'd be back at Auburndale High School back in 1994. This is where it starts to fall apart just a little bit. <laughs> hey, now, come on. Stay on target. Oh, they're doing great. Oh, man, you painted a picture, though, Tausch. Particularly uh, if you, if I think, even more than football, basketball, right? You're in that gym. Yes. Playing those, going out there for warm-ups, get a little extra spring in the step. Oh, mm-hmm. got it today. Uh, I, legitimately, you just started playing that, and I circumvented back to being a 16, 17-year-old kid. And those were, again, I don't want to be like go-back-in-history guy, but, man, those were the days where you're with your buddies, you get to go play basketball, then you go hang out, and you just, that atmosphere. Now, Lambeau Field is fantastic. You got 80,000 people. You got the polka music, and you got go-pack-go chants and the flyovers. That stuff's all great. But just listening to the high school band with the tuba players and all of that, man, that everybody can relate to because anybody that played high school sports knows exactly what we're talking about, and it brings a huge smile back to my face. Man, and I, I fear, like, in some places and some cultures, like, the pep band's going away because, you know, a band yeah. is really huge where I go to school or where my kids go to school. But when you have a really successful band in its own right, right, they're doing competitions and others. I'm grateful to our band that they still make a point to, to be at the basketball games and the football games to contribute to sort of that, that other connective fabric that's part of the event. Yeah, and unfortunately, I, I do feel like you're right. It seems like things are getting less and less about that. And, you know, we talked the other day about or when the schedule came out and the fact that there's so few things now that are community-based that is, it brings everybody together. And the pep band is such an important piece to the high school athletics. And high school athletics is still one of those drivers of community and bringing everybody together. So I, I hope that you're wrong on that. I, I think that maybe we could revert back and say that we need more of it because, man, I think everybody that's listening right now is feeling the same feels that I am. How about whatever kid was on that cowbell? Hammering away. Probably hyper-focused, too. He's got that stare. He's looking right at the bell. You got the little triangle deal, too. That A means dinner. And then it also, you got the the dude hammering that big bass drum. Boom, 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 boom. Just trying to stay on beat. Boom, boom. We'll let it play us out. Talk again tomorrow, Tausch.